He's out with a driver now. Now, I'm not sure this is right. Although, he's had a four and two threes on this hole. He's going to be at least three shots ahead. Welcome to Bros and Birdies, the golf podcast. Yes, another week. And what a week this is going to be. It's a two-part episode. The first part is we welcome a guest. You know him well. DP World Tour multiple winner, Ryder Cup player, and has recently been on the Live Tour with the cliques. It is Bern Weisberger. We're going to get him in for a chat. And then part two, which you'll be able to get a little bit later on, we'll be previewing this week's tournaments at the Waste Management Phoenix Open and over in Qatar at Doha Golf Club and live Las Vegas. Plus, we'll look back at what happened last week in Bahrain and the Pebble Beach Tournament and live Mayakoba. But let's get the guest in. As said in the intro this week, we welcome back a friend of the pod and probably the greatest Austrian since Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. It's welcome back. Is that in Austrian, Bern? Bern Weisberger, everybody. Hey, guys. Uh, well, I've never been uh, second to Mozart, so that's, that's definitely... Uh, I'm on the way up, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there were a few. Oh, Nicky Lauder, obviously. Quite, there's a few <laughs> of the famous Austrians. But um, we've got you right up there with Mozart. Well... That's, just, that's good. I, I I'm, I'm not, probably not quite as uh, as good on the on the piano as as he used to be. <laughs> as he used to be, yeah. <laughs> as he used to be. Exactly. <laughs> he's he's awful. <laughs> he's gone downhill, well, that lad. Exactly. Well, hopefully, Burn can play some tunes on this podcast. Yes. Well, the tunes. Yes, yeah, some gossip tunes. Hopefully, hey, listen. Oh. We've been lining up this chat for a while now since you came back to the dp world tour from live burn and for various reasons we couldn't get it done but the time is nigh right so 140,000 one in three events solid return back on the dp world tour and since 2006 you'll know this you've had a 75 percent cut made stat bloody consistent but in these last three events in the uae was there an element of a few missed opportunities to contend at the weekends? And if so, what part of the game is frustrating you, if anything? Yeah, uh, first of all, there, obviously, we noticed uh, you guys asked me a couple of times to come back on the pod, um, especially after, you know, the developments have been with me coming kind of coming back. I don't like saying coming back to the DP World too, because uh, I'm... I'm uh, I like to remind everyone that I've always been a member and felt like I've always uh, had the desire to play the DP World Tour. Um, but yeah, for various reasons, I was only, well, I felt like it was more sincere to, to, to speak to you guys once I've you know played a few events on the DP World Tour again and seen some of my, uh, my friends who, um, who play on that tour. Um, yeah, and looking forward to have a, have a catch up uh, now. Um, yeah, given, given my, my game, um, what I what I do feel was you know the the long break after Miami, which you know was essentially my last uh, competitive tournament that I played, was uh, was a little long and a little bit of rust there, especially the first round back in in uh, in Dubai, 
but uh, you know, turn it around all right. Um, uh, certainly, uh, tricky weeks in in, in Ras Al Khaimah and last week in Bahrain with with a lot of wind. So uh, patience um, patience was key, and uh, um, in 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 both weeks um, uh, there, you know, there was definitely some. Uh, some good stuff in it and and some stuff that needs improving and uh mainly you know on and uh on the greens mainly um but uh you know nevertheless i'm looking forward to have have uh, some good work happening in the next few weeks to and get ready for for um for singapore which will essentially be in my next event yeah no, brilliant. So Singapore's the next place then. That, that's really good. I think just, um, you know, on your tournament so far, Bernd, I think, you know, you can be relatively happy with those performances. You've got two top 25s and all three tournaments in the top 40. I, I think anybody would say that's a solid start to the season. And looking at some of your rounds and your performances, you know, I, I think your worst round in those three tournaments was a 74 in the opening round at the Hero, as you have already alluded to, a bit of rust maybe. Um, so a lot of good sub-70 numbers in there as well. So I, I would have thought you were pretty hopeful. You, you've alluded to your putting, which which is really interesting from a, a stat angle point of view, because, you know, if you go back to, you know, you had a really successful season in 2019. And even during that successful season, you, you weren't your putting stats weren't off the scales. Um so what what was it, you know, obviously with putting scats not being off the scales and having that successful season in 2019, how do you draw that comparison to where you are now in 2024? Um, yeah, you always have to read stats in the bigger picture. Um, my strength, and I know this, and um, it has dropped uh, a little bit over the last two seasons. And that was a main thing that I was working on over the winter and tried to get back to my best was my uh, my approach play, especially with yeah. uh, my, my my mid and short irons, which I felt uh, and also by statistic have have improved uh, a little bit. Uh, but back in you know twenty nineteen, I think I've, I've been leading uh, the the tee um, to green statistics and you know um, percentage greens hits. Uh, so I. I could say I was one of the best ball strikers out there and therefore, you know, hit a lot of greens and, and with that comes uh, that you have more opportunities to, to, to putt. Um, um, and, and um, uh, it's, uh, it's then that you probably make more putts than guys that maybe miss more greens and get up and down a bit more. Um, and, um, you know, I've, it was definitely always uh, the part of my game that um, has had the most potential for uh, for improvement. Um, I feel technically very confident with with where I'm right now with my putting in terms of you know what I'm what I'm working on and 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 uh, and what I'm I'm using. Um, you know, I've I've uh, I started using the uh, broom putter um, about a year and a half ago, so I feel very confident that still. Um, you know, the last two weeks, uh, if you only look at those, I want to say it wasn't obviously my best weeks on the putting green, um, especially last week. I felt like uh, it was very, um, um, I don't know what's the right word, but maybe a little bit uh, shadowed by the fact that maybe the, the surfaces we were putting on were, let's say, uh, below par, uh, yeah. given that the, the green complexes in Bahrain, which 
first of all, was a, was a really nice tournament for us. And we were very fortunate to have that uh, event on the schedule for the next couple of years. But, you know, the Greens were only finalized um, in, in August. Uh, and um, people who, who know a little bit about the agronomy and stuff know that, you know, you can't really get Greens to uh, maybe tournament ready in that short of a time. They were hadn't quite settled in yet. A lot of different patches of grass on there. So I felt like it was a, quite a bumpy ride over those four tournament days. And uh, some of those parts definitely felt victim to that. But, uh, you know, it's the same for everyone. Um, and uh, having said that, that's definitely a part of the game that I'm looking forward to work on in the next few weeks and, and uh, get confidence back, you know, get, get my holding out pace back, uh, get back into the, the good, uh, um, the good stuff that, that I've been doing over uh, the last couple of weeks uh, and years and, and, and always try to improve on those things. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely the part of the game that I say, that would say that has helped me a little bit back from maybe, uh, competing even close to the top of the leaderboard at least um, last week and potentially a little bit in in Dubai as well where I felt after the first round that the game came together nicely again. No, absolutely. And and that's a really good, honest assessment, Bernd. I think, you know, obviously everybody needs a little bit of luck with putting, you know, a lot of lip outs and stuff. And I was watching during the tournament last week, you know, some of the, the put distances and stuff. So I think the key thing is you're putting yourself in the area. Your GIR stats are top 10. So there's a lot of good things happening in your game. And as Bro said, right at the front end, you are the master of making a cut. You make a hell of a lot of cuts. So I'm pretty sure at some point this season, there's going to be a, a few W's out there with that game. It's looking good. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, um, um, very confident about this. You know, um, if, uh, if, if those, uh, those areas in my game that, that I know I, I, uh, I can be, um, you know, very, very good at, if, if those start to click in more and more over the weeks, um, you know, the putting, um, and, and holding those parts in the right moments is just a matter of time. I just like to give myself as many opportunities as I can. Uh, and, you know, first things first is, you know, make it into the weekend and over, you know, um, uh, probably the majority of those cut, missed cuts came probably my first couple of years as well. So I feel like I've been very steady in, in getting myself into the weekends and, and uh, you know, playing myself into the tournaments then over the Saturday and Sunday. So. Yeah, that's always the first goal each each week to you know be there be there overall four rounds. No, absolutely. Hey, Bernd, what's what's forcing the? You said the next tournament for you is in Singapore. That's quite a pretty big break between now and then. Um, almost six weeks, I think, isn't it? Uh, what what's forcing the break there? You just deciding not to play? Uh, yeah, no, nothing forcing. You know, I am. Uh, uh, I kind of know what and where I, I want to play and when, when, I, when I play well. Uh, there was a short consideration. Um, I, to be honest, I left for Dubai, for Dubai with, without a guarantee that there was a, a tournament in Qatar. And uh, then it was, uh, I think, announced. And uh, for a short period of time, I, I thought about going there. But I, I do know myself well enough that probably four weeks on a trot is... is um, not super beneficial for my game and and i felt like i wanted to stick to my plan that i initially had to start with those three weeks yeah um, personally i have 
uh, not gone down to let's say the regular events to South Africa in a long time. Uh, I've played the net bank uh, a couple of times, obviously at the end of the year, but uh, um, I I never really had uh, that in my plans for for the season. And looking at my schedule, and I've kind of planned it out for the year. Um, you know, obviously depending on qualifying for the majors, that could change slightly. But uh, um, I'm having a pretty a pretty busy summer, so. I felt like um, having a, a a good good focus start in in the Middle East and then take a bit of break and then start over in Asia where I've always enjoyed playing and played well uh, would be would be the ideal scenario for me and uh, um, you know I I'd like to stick to that plan and then um, you know uh, have a good preparation now um, to to Singapore where I've I've been uh, twice last year as well so um, and enjoy that city and. Uh, I uh, heard, heard good things about the golf course and uh, and also about the week after in India, where I've been, um, I think, in 2019 as well. So, yeah, uh, that's that's the plan for me. And, and um, um, you know, uh, therefore, it's a bit of a longer break than than for than, than others that have been right now. No, right, and that's just, fine. And we, right. yeah, we, yeah, go on, bro. Sorry, just before you come back with another point, um, just when you're talking about playing a lot of um, tournaments and People at home will watch a lot of golf and they'll say, oh, they're so lucky to be playing here, there and everywhere and week in, week out and getting some money and just getting the sunlight on their backs. And But what effect does that have? And if you're playing three or four weeks on the bounce, can you just tell us and the listeners what sort of effect that has on your body and the mind? You know, what a what a burnout is actually feeling like for a golfer? Um. I mean, I've I've never I couldn't say that I've ever felt burnt burnt out, but you know it comes a little bit with um, past past experiences and um, um, knowing knowing um, when I perform the best under what circ uh, under what um, um, situations I perform the best, and I always felt like you know three weeks in a row kind of is my, my sweet spot, uh, what I what I would ideally like to do. And everything beyond that gets a little bit um, uh, too much. You know, obviously, we're, we're out there for uh, for a couple of weeks in a row. Um, there's there's a lot of preparation that's going going in. Uh, there's a lot of mental fatigue that comes with trying to perform your best, uh, especially, you know, when you um, when, when you're playing all the weekends and, and, and trying, you know, to finish as high as possible, um, you know, all, all of that, um, um, adds up. Uh, I am looking at a, at a, a year with around 25, 26 events for me, which is probably above average of, of what the guys are normally playing. I'm really looking forward to that. I, I'm not sure if we're going to get into this later as well, but I felt like I've, I've, um, I played a little bit too less um, the last last year uh, with with about eighteen events. I felt like um, the the rotation in my schedule was was maybe a little bit, um, um, but there was wasn't enough events for me. What I would ideally would like to play, where I feel like that's that's a good uh, good number for for me and where I perform the best. Um, but yeah, obviously, if you uh, and that comes with being in a position where I can kind of plan out my year very well with the category that I have. Other guys that maybe need to go week in, week out, where mm. trying to get into events, they have a have a different 
uh, approach with those circumstances. But for me, it, um, I've been lucky to be able to plan my year out pretty early in the season. Um, and then, you know, um, once once I, I have that, I'd, I'd like to stick to that um, and, um, you know, only change over when it really is, uh, is um, um, necessary. But, um, you know, I, I, I feel like if you're, you're, you're fresh, um, um, your body and your mind, this, then you, you perform better. And, you know, for me, it always felt like um, anything beyond three events in a row gets gets a bit tiring and gets uh, gets a bit bit harsh to be able to perform the best. And, and obviously, I want to go out and perform the best and, and not just be there and play. Uh, I do understand that, uh, that, you know, most of the listeners, I suppose, play golf recreationally and as a hobby. And would would see that as the the, the best job in the world but <laughs> yeah. you know it is ti it is tiring it is uh demanding it is a uh, um uh, a job as as any other and and we try to do our best and uh, you know sometimes you can only do your your best when um under certain circumstances and and for me it's not when i play six seven eight nine events in a in a row because then i know my my performance would drop off and that's not something that i'm i'm uh um, you know, wanna wanna have, wanna oh, no. play as good as I can each week. And that's not something we want to see either. But we've seen the likes of obviously Rasmus. You know, he, he's obviously a young gun playing five weeks in a row. He's had some medical issues, hasn't he? I think over the last week and a half, he's not been well. You know, Xander Lombard chasing that first win. He's having a a, bount, a run of tournaments. So there's a lot of guys out there that are, you know, really looks like running themselves into the ground. But it's, it's good to get, it's yeah. So it's absolutely different or, or, or individual for everyone, you know. Yeah. I, I can only I can only attest to to what it is for me. But absolutely, you know, guys. Um, I remember when uh, who was it? Uh, uh, maybe Kira Deck, who played thirty five events one year, was at, at every event uh, a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, you know, di different guys have different approaches. Uh, that is mine. Um, I felt like I've done pretty well with that. Um, and I know that in, in the summer, there will be a time where I have to probably go four, maybe even five in a row, um, uh, you know, when, when it's kind of crunch time in the summer in Europe. Um, but, um, you know, that's, that's very much, um, not, not something that, that I would normally do, but, you know, um, as you said, Rasmus, uh, young guy, um, uh, wants to go out and play that's 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 uh you know his his uh his schedule his he feels like he's, he's ready to play um you know it's it's uh it's everyone's choice at the end of the you know the, exactly. at the end of the day and, and and everybody's trying to perform at their best and um it's uh different formulas for different guys well, absolutely. I'm, I'm saving up all my money and I'm taking my wheelbarrow down to the bookies for when you get to Singapore, right? So it's like, anyway, that's my next betting event. But, Bern, let, let's just, in terms of the season itself, what is what are your goals for this year? What are my goals? Well, I, I always start uh, start the year and, um, and um, you know, my, my ultimate goal is to play as, as well as I can and uh, if I if I do that, I know I have I have wins in me. Um, I was um, I was going into this year and um, you know with 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 definitely with the goal to to win win titles. I'm at 
Uh, I'm at eight European Tour titles right now. Um, and um, there's definitely a goal for me to get that into double digits um, and uh, and see how, how far I can I can push that. But um, for me, it's always been to to, to be up there on the, on the Sunday, um, you know, chase chase a tournament win. Um, how the how the you know how the dice is fall at the end of the week, you, you never know. But uh, I want to put myself in as many positions as possible to to play for tournaments and and take a few home. Ideally, that's well, goal. And and with that, obviously, comes comes the now again the opportunity to to get world ranking points and and climb back on that uh, that ranking and um, you know get myself back into a couple of majors and. Uh, be around those um, hopefully in the future again as well. Oh, well, that would be lovely. For the listeners, eight career tour wins on the DP World Tour, 306 starts, just a shade over 15.5 million euros winnings. Career money won. That's Bernd Wiesberger on the golf course. Right, bro, let's get into the topic that we know is definitely what a lot of the listeners are, one are going to be hearing from Bernd. Yeah, um, but just before we do that, I do want to say, is that carrot of, I know we've seen Matthew Pavon, obviously over in the States and Nikolai Hoygaard. Is that carrot for PGA Tour card important to you? Or is it more of a say, just establishing yourself back in the DP World Tour? Like you said, you've never left it, but back here full time in a place you're comfortable with playing a lot of tournaments, more tournaments than you have been last year. Is the PGA Tour card a carrot for you? Um, not really. Um, I have to say, I'm. Um, um, it's 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 a, it's something that probably would come with a very successful uh, season out on tour. Um, but I've not um, set out this year. Um, with with the goal of 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 securing that card um, as my sole goal for for this season you know if if i if i happen to have a great year and get one of the 10 cards so be it i couldn't right now tell you um how 2025 would then look for me um so um my goal is mainly to as i just as i just laid out to to win golf tournaments to put myself into the position to to contend for titles uh, and you know, climb back on the world rankings, and um, you know, um, I would have to I would have to see where we stand at the end of the year. Um, I have um, over the last three weeks experienced that there's a lot of very talented young guys that that are eager to go out and and, and play hard, and uh, that's not going to be easy to be one of those ten. Uh, and then, you know, at the end of the year, see where we are and um, see what opportunities we, we have through that and uh, assess for, for 2025, I suppose. But it's it's not it's not like that was a, um, you know, defined. Um, it's not the golden ticket like Willy Wonka style. For It's not the golden ticket. It's just about winning events and, and see what happens. I get it. It's um... ex, 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 exactly that's 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 how it is, um, you know. And and should I get one of these 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 cards and uh, be able to play the PGA Tour at events on the PGA Tour next year, then I, I will make a plan at the end of the year and 
the goal in order to uh, to, to to play for tournament wins and and perform at my best uh, will remain the same. Um, and if it's if it's more so uh, at tournaments in the in the states than in twenty five, uh, then then it would be it. But uh, you know, first things first things first. First things first. Let's get that win in Singapore. Right. Listen, most people that are listening to this are listening, obviously, to hear the voice of Bernd Weisberger. We get it. But they also want to hear certain things that see have transpired over the last, you know, three, four months. It's live, yeah. Bernd. Right. Can you, oh. can you please, if you can, discuss the frustrations of what, transpired after being in the open zone on live and then being told there's not another contract coming. I mean, how frustrating was that for you? And how difficult of a decision is that to then, you know, not go and try in the promo event and get back on and just say, no, I'm going back to DP world tour. What's happened on live has happened. Um, yeah. I mean, in order to to understand uh, this whole scenario, you have to say that you know it, it wasn't um, one day to the next that um, I, I was faced with with that um, scenario that I didn't have a, a concrete offer from Live anymore to be part of of one of the teams, regardless if it's Cleeks or any other. Um, you kind of feel through it into it anyways throughout the season. Uh, myself and 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 uh, uh, my manager, we we had had the feeling that you know if I wasn't gonna be under the under the twenty four players that are guaranteed a a, a contract for twenty twenty four, that there might be a scenario where I was not gonna get um, renewed through the open zone. Uh, and for that potential scenario, we we prepared, you know. Uh, as I said earlier, I have always stayed a member of the DP World Tour. Uh, I've always had the, um, um, you know, you can call it the wish or or a desire to to play tournaments on the DP World Tour, additionally to to the tournaments on Live. Um, but uh, most importantly, the the communication always stayed intact with with the leadership team of the DP World Tour. Uh, and also towards the end of uh, last year, where the scenario um, could have happened that I that I wasn't going to get another um, uh, contract uh, on live, and I had to you know um, find a solution for where I was going to play my my golf in um, in 2024. And with that, um, when finally I I was told that you know I wasn't going to have a guaranteed um, opportunity on live um, without playing the um, uh, qualification tournament in Abu Dhabi. Um, we, we were deeper in, in, um, in talks with the DP World Tour and found a scenario that would get me back on, on the DP World Tour and play, um, play the events uh, there. Um, but that also meant for me that um, it was going to be a, um, um, and for everyone, obviously, that I wasn't going to play the, the qualification tournament in, in Abu Dhabi, as, for example, uh, Laurie Cantor did, because I felt that was, um, you know, then uh, in, ingenious if, uh, if I committed my membership um, to the DP World Tour a year again and then, you know, turn around and try and qualify again for LIV. Uh, so I, in that case, I 
I kept it clean. I, I uh, reapplied for my membership through my um, top 30 all-time uh, all money um, list, which is category 11, uh, and chose not to um, put my name down for, for the qualification um, tournament. But obviously, there also was a scenario at one point where, uh, you know, the DP World Tour could have said that I wasn't able to to come back uh, and that that qualification tournament would have been my only um, uh, apart from maybe the Asian tour was my only possibility to play uh, tournament golf in 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 2024 so there was a couple of uh, possible scenarios um, but um, you know uh, I've had uh, good talks with um, with with the guys at live there's no hard feelings um, at all um, we uh we kind of shook hands and and wished each other well so to so to speak and uh i'm um i'm 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 very comfortable with the situation that i'm in right now i still enjoyed um, watching the guys compete last weekend in in mayakoba uh and um you know that that is it and i've um i've um you know really enjoyed my my three weeks first three weeks um kind of back uh, on on DP World Tour and and seen a lot of the guys that I've weren't wasn't able to see over the last few months. So uh, uh, everything's good. I'm 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 in a good place and and enjoy playing golf, enjoy competing and um, looking forward. You know what uh, what the what the next uh, you know next next months and and years hopefully are are able to to have in uh, in store for me. And a lot of people will say that's a, a really honest response, Bernd, and, and that's great. Um, what's the what's the one thing I guess you you miss the most about being in that live circuit, that live setup that you were, you know, for the, the time that you were there, compared to where you are now? Um, you know, I I think like a lot of people that after I've um, I've I've exited live uh, that I've talked to. I don't think the amount of people realize how how much the guys are actually invested in the concept of of team golf hmm. uh, and invested how 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 uh, enjoyable it is for them to be part of the team and 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 play for you know more than 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 themselves. Uh, I really enjoyed that part. I enjoyed uh, you know having. Uh, having great practice rounds with with um with, with blandy martin and gmac uh last year on on cliques and for some time uh, laurie obviously when he filled in for for martin when he was uh injured and um you know the friendly banter the the, the team dinners um and then obviously uh looking on the on the team leaderboard seeing how the guys are doing how we're performing uh, and ultimately you know going out in miami and, and play um um the, the team championship there, uh, I think, um, you know, the guys uh, or, or a lot of the viewers don't don't understand how much all the, the guys are really invested in that part of, of live uh, and how much they enjoy it. And that's certainly something that is um, that has been great. And I, I, I loved and uh, that I kind of miss um, um, out of out of, out of that time that I had that I had on live. Do I you think? think was, yeah, sorry, Craig, go I was just going to say that was that was clear from John Rahm's Legion Thirteen team at the weekend. You know, with 
young Caleb Surratt and, you know, making the, the, the four put that he did on the green and then coming back with a bounce of birdies. That, that team aspect really shone through, even just watching on the television, you know, Tyrrell, John Rahm, Surratt, Kieran Vincent. So, yeah, it, it, it's really good to hear that. Go on, bro. I had another question for Burned anyway. but No, no, no. We can, we can, fire, we can fire them off one after the other because there is plenty plenty out there to discuss regarding live and what's happened but you do you read do you think it's where it wants to be you know this is the third season we're in there they've got john rahm hatton we've had all the stuff with Wyndham clark saying you know he's chose legacy over live and and what have you being within live like you have been and obviously still in touch with people do you really think they are where they thought they would be after three years as in Official world golf rankings, um, audience, uh, sorry, supporter numbers, TV rights, etc. Do you think they are? Is this the plan, or are they behind? That's very tough to say. You know, um, uh, there, there, there is obviously a vision that is behind Live. That is, um, uh, I mean, a lot. I guess a lot of people, most people, maybe don't have don't have a vision that goes beyond maybe a couple of months maybe a few years i think if you have a um an an investor in a league like this they don't think one two three years they think probably 10 20 30 years down the line um and um and with with all with all their steps they're taking you know and and in this case with PIF probably with all their investments they're taking it's not so much how does it do in the first two third second year you know where where can this grow to in in 10 20 years down the line um and i i feel like you know it's it's probably somewhat where they anticipate it to be um were there maybe more um you know hiccups on the way to get there probably yes um but 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 i feel especially with a with a startup there's so many um you know moving goalposts that that get thrown um or that get thrown in your way and and what you have to react to or, or not react to and um you know maybe divert or or, or change course um is 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 hard to say because essentially uh, those kind of um, communications, at least to me, have never been disclosed of, of where they saw their their standing and how happy they are with you know how many people are watching or how how um, how happy they are with in terms of the the, the players they were they were able to um, recruit or or um, or find for for live. At this point, I, I feels like right now they are in a in a really good place and they have a, a great. A great uh, stable of players that are, you know, really invested in 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 what what live is and what it stands for, uh, and and want to grow uh, that part of it. So, um, I personally was a little bit surprised that we were not able to hear a lot of communications over the three months, uh, essentially, uh, in in the off period. Um, but then, you know, things were moving uh, very quickly, and and and. I felt like they had a very successful first event. I've heard about a couple of TV numbers uh, 
that were, um, you know, probably double compared to what it was last year yeah, uh, on the that. same event. So um, it seems like um, it's in a good spot. I think the more um, certain players are, um, you know, maybe changing tune uh, or, or finding things that are actually um, beneficial that, that live broad to the, to the golfing landscape, um, you know, um, it is at the end of the day. It, it's not trying really to rival with, um, you know, the the established tours, if you will, PGA Tour. It's it's its own product. It's its own um, uh, niche in the in in, in golf. And uh, uh, you know, I I feel like um, they're slowly pathing the way to uh, to find their uh, their place in golf and. Um, it seems to me like uh, we're we're getting a step closer to to where it can be unified and 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 being integrated in the game of golf, where um, you know everybody would benefit from it. Not only the players, but also those who love the game and and what love watching uh, golf being played uh, at the highest level. Well, maybe maybe not if you listen to Jordan Spieth, and maybe we'll come back to that in a minute. Um, Bernd, I have another question for you. I feel like the Jeremy Kyle of of golf um, X at the moment, but I'm going to ask this question anyway, right? So it's been reported in the media that your fines of 1.5 million were settled, right, by Liv. Was was that a mutual agreement between Liv and DP World Tour, or was that in your contract? So... Um... There are there are certain certain parts of you know my 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 agreement or contract with with Liv that are beyond me being able to comment on them. Yeah, uh, I I can I cannot disclose um, how how or what, uh, what 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 happened in order for these uh, for the for the fines, um, you know, to be to be to be settled. Um, but uh, as I said, in in my case, we've we've been holding good communication lines with the DP World Tour throughout uh, my time on Live, and we found a way for for everyone to be happy with um, with uh, with an agreement for me to come back under certain um, conditions to the DP World Tour, uh, and everybody was happy with that. Um, I just cannot disclose um, fair comment my friend these, fair comment yeah not a problem at all right bro where are we going now um well i want to talk about official world golfing i would like to delve more into that but i'm, I'm obviously you know i understand the feelings and it's the contracts are tight and you can't talk about it that's fair enough i get it but official world golf rankings we can talk about right and we know the issue we know DP will tour the the points that are on offer compared to the the weighty points at the PGA. It's all weighted towards that side. Now, for someone that's played on live and you know you play DP will tour, now you, you're able to get some points, um, if not a many. Do you think that live should have to move and change their format to adhere to the official world golf rankings and all the politics that lay behind that? Or do you think it's up to official world golf rankings, their job to rank professional players, regardless of what tour? Now, we've seen, you know, the signature events, a limited field, no cut events. This week was 54 due to the terrible weather. So we can't really judge that, although 
you sort of can. But if you look at the other signature events, they're limited field, no cut. So they change their way they can award points to golfers on certain tours and certain tournaments. You, so my initial question, I've gone a bit long winded, but do you think Liv should move to change to a dear to official world golf rankings or official world golf rankings should be giving points to Liv regardless? Well, um, to me, no. I feel um, like that the official World Golf Rankings, this is my opinion. And I've had a, had a, a great dinner, for example, with Joost Lauten when he played in, 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 in Dubai, and he has a slightly different view of that. But right now it says, I believe that the... The, the the world rankings um, are, try, are, are how, do, how do they say, um, trying to fairly rank all the players that play on eligible tours, I think is, is how it's, uh, how it is, uh, or eligible tournaments, how it's worded. I believe that the, the official World Golf Rankings as a, as a, as a ranking body has the um, obligation to rank any professional golfer uh, and you know if it's a a tour that uh, that has different kind of format you know as long as they play stroke play um, they should find a way how to rank them you know uh, I don't think a new tour should oblige by what the world rankings feel is an eligible tour but uh, they should find a way how to rank any tour that is out there you know um and therefore i feel like for what live tries to be and 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 what kind of market they want to have and and what kind of pro product they want to want to show um i i feel like you know 54 holes is is fine and uh the, the short field is fine uh especially as it is feels now have have given its legitimacy by by the pga to basically doing the same thing in a yeah. slightly maybe slightly more players and yes one more round uh, of golf but i feel um at this point right now i would sit it out especially because even if they get world ranking points now all the players have been so far diluted that they probably get less points than on the on the dp world tour which is criminally <laughs> diluted as well and and all the, all the players that i've talked to about this are uh, over the last couple of weeks are basically on the same point that they're, you know, I'm not sure what the right word is, but it feels like they got, got robbed over the last couple of years of their almost possibility to ever qualify for majors again, unless you win two or three times on tour to crack the top hundred. So yeah. it is, uh, it is, um, I feel like a little bit of a broken system and a very biased system, unfortunately. Uh, and I think the, the, the world ranking, governors or governing bodies should should be able to find uh, a solution for any any tour that that has professionals uh, playing there and you know if you look at it just you know like live or not but if you look at the players that are out there you, you can't tell me that DJ, DJ is not a a top 200 golfer in the world he's out <laughs> to the top 200 it's crazy. It, it, it's 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 gone crazy a little bit, and uh, it seems to me very much more like a, um, at this point, unfortunately, more like a, um, 
a, a leverage tool rather than a an honest assessment of 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 who are the the best fifty hundred players in the world. But the majors no, but... could step up, can't they? The majors could step yeah. up and say invite, 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 and there's a qualifying situation for the opens and stuff like that. If they really wanted to, that could happen. You see the angst in Wako Neiman's face when. You know, he, he wants to play in the majors and he, he goes and competes on a DP World Tour to try and get points. He's going to compete in the, the international series um, before the Masters to try and get some more points to try and get him up there. But like you said, the more they're not getting points, the, for, the, the quicker they fall down those rankings and the harder it is to get up to that top 50. Yeah. Um, I mean, what a, what a couple of months. Uh, Jaco has had and, and all credits to him, you know, he's gone down to Australia. He he played there. Um uh he, he's won there, he came to Dubai, he he brought his game, finished I wanna say fourth or so, top another top four. He he won mm. uh he won last week and, and also maybe credit to him going out and, 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 and competing and and being a little bit uh, more tournament ready probably than the other guys and goes out and wins in uh wins in um in, in Mayakoba last Sunday. So um but if you look at it, I think which which of the majors wouldn't want to have him been part of, of, of their exactly. field, you know? Uh he he's a he's a great player. He's a he's a he's a lovely guy. I've had plenty of rounds of golf with him. He's um um really easy to be around, uh, exciting to watch, hits the mile. Uh all his all his game, all aspects of his game are 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 aren't real, and he should be, you know, contending for majors. Um, and um, you know, it's it, it it would be a real shame if if uh, there wasn't any any pathway uh, for 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 all guys, regardless of which tour they choose or do not choose to play, to have um, have uh, their um, their chance to play in the four tournaments that should be above all, you know, the nonsense that is, uh, is, oh, is no, happening yeah, for or sure. has happened between, between the other tours. No, absolutely. The, the, the OWGR is fast becoming an obsolete organisation and they've got to get their heads around the table and come up with a sensible decision. We've got people out there that are, you know, creating these these tools and these ranking systems that are clearly showing a lot of these live golfers should be inside the top 50 in the world based on what they are doing as you say burned they are playing tournament golf regardless of where it is it's tournament conditions the pressure is on it's clear to see it's got to be sorted now i think that probably is a really good segue though because this is aligned with maybe questions from the crowd this is a section that we've got we've had a number of questions come in from some of our listeners and our viewers and our followers on x but the first one that we've got is a guy called russell jones a very larger than life character always engages with us an awful lot and his question this week is what was the reaction in the locker room when the PGA Tour and the SSG agreement was announced with no firm commitment towards the DP World Tour? Um, well, I, um, I I can say, and, and there has been a memo sent out um, not, not long after that, which um, at least the people that I've 
talked to that I've played with and kind of referenced towards that felt like it was um, not saying much um, from um, from the DP World Tour side of where it really leaves leaves the uh, the guys over here. Um, I sincerely hope that uh, in the negotiations where I assume nobody from from our tour would be in the room to have any say into that. Um, and probably the the um, the decision um, making that 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 goes into that has has uh, uh, that we simply don't have anyone at the table knowing where their thought process lies with with investment uh, or future investment into the DP World Tour. So uh, the guys are a little bit worried. Um, some guys felt like you know it was maybe a good time to now uh go ahead and and talk maybe with 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 pif or or live uh or the saudis whoever you wanna you mm -hmm. wanna you wanna call it um but then also with um with the problem that you have that you're technically in a in a strategic alliance with or you are in a strategic alliance with the, with the pga tour so so how would that be possible so it's felt to a lot of guys that we're kind of stuck stuck between a rock and a hard place now uh and um that it, that was also you know my feeling uh and um i don't think like there is a, a concrete answer even from our uh from our leadership uh, team other than uh the memo that has been sent out from 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 keith um but you know it, it feels like it uh um it's a little bit of a of a vacuum where where the DP World Tour is in all in all this uh, negotiation or, or or this um this investment that has gone into the PGA Tour and uh, I can only hope that um, you know the guys over there in uh, in Pontevedra are not not forgetting about uh, uh, you know the 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 tour that I love love playing as well and the members over here and uh, that uh, you know the uh the, the alliance that is there right now also keeps uh keeps upheld and and that uh you know the that underwriting of the price funds the record price funds as as is always uh, uh described are are gonna you know continue well actually yeah, absolutely. Um, before we get into another question from the crowd just keep on that um piece about the dp world tour and how the agreement and what have you can i ask a question i can't leave this conversation without discussing keith pelly and a, a lot of my views about keith pelly are well known and widely discussed on social media but i'm not asking for your views on keith because i wouldn't want to do that um but what i would like to say is that you know many believe he's leaving the tour in a weaker position than when he took on and all the promises that when he took it on, then everyone can talk about the Rolex events and money coming in, but he's sold 40% off or he, his board has sold 40% off European tour productions to the PGA tour. So lost loads of control. He's agreed to, you know, 10 players leaving and that obviously diminishes the, the value of ranking points for the DP world tour week in week out when the best leave to go to the PGA. But do you think Guy Kinnings coming in is going to help this tour get some strength back and get some control 
back from the PGA Tour, regardless of whether a merger with PIF comes about or not? Uh, I've I've known Guy uh, for for many years. Uh, he's always been around. Um, he's certainly a little bit more um, um, a little bit more 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 quiet. I I couldn't I couldn't say I I could I couldn't honestly say how um, Keith does his business, how how Guy does his business. I've never seen them operational with you know. Uh, potential sponsors or tournaments or promoters um, or TV deals. I, I, I've, I've never experienced how the one is, is better or worse than the other. Uh, personally, I personally would say I, I have a good feeling about uh, the expertise that, that Guy Kinnings brings to the table. Obviously, he has been head of, of IMG um, for many a year on, on the, on the um, managerial side, uh, has... Um, unrivaled knowledge of the DP World Tour um, and, um, you know, has, has had the role of, um, of, um, of to, to head the Ryder Cup uh, from the European side for the last couple of years. And I believe he will, um, was, was the logical option uh, for, um, for somebody who would succeed uh, um, Keith Pelly. Uh, and I've, me personally, I have I have tr I have trust in 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 Guy to be able to uh, do do the best for the the European to uh, the DP World Tour possible. Um, the question is only for me how how much of the let's say I don't want to say say damage really because it would maybe be be unfair to some of the positive stuff that has has happened with or under under Keith, but. Certainly, we have, as you mentioned, have lost a lot of control of our our own tour, unfortunately, and are very dependent uh, on you know the the money that came in or that comes in uh, from the PGA Tour through that strategic alliance in order to uphold our price funds. So I feel it's uh, even though it looks on paper that uh, you know the the tour is growing from a price money point of view for the players, uh, and also benefits for the players which wouldn't be there if it wasn't for live and 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 uh and the uh let's say a little bit of a rivalry um that 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 started out were I'm referencing to the to, to the minimum earning of i think 150,000 uh, yeah. it is um mm -hmm. uh, that that every player can can work with even though if they have an, a, a terrible season and to be able to you know finance their their losses that wouldn't be there if it wasn't for you know live, yeah. Um, but um, you know all the other stuff. It feels feels like we're 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 in a, in a position where we have lost a little bit of of the control that we should have uh, over our own destiny on on the tour and and the moves that we we could or should be able to make uh, have to be kind of signed off by by um, by somebody who you know used to be um, kind of a competitor a couple of years ago. Uh, and I feel that's that's not not the best possible uh, scenario for us as a tour, but it is the the current state. So we will have to see what uh, uh, what guy will be able to bring to the table in order to, you know, um, make. So make, are you talking about the tournament committee again. then? Are you talking about the tour? Who's who's on the tournament committee? Who's the chairman of the tournament committee as it stands? Is it Thomas Bjorn? 
I'm I'm not. A, I'm, I think Thomas Bjorn is on the board of the uh, of okay. the uh, European Tour Group. Um, or met, Would you like to see yourself met... on the tournament committee going forward? Uh, let Let me check. Actually, we had have had a, a, a email uh, not not too long ago where I think it is uh, disclosed who are all our um, uh, who are all our um, representatives on the different. Uh, uh, boards. So let me see here. There's actually the members general regulations handbook, and um, now the tournament. The tournament committee is um, uh, the tournament players committee. In that that regard, would be the chairman would be David Howell, and then it's all players on with, with Aaron Cockrell, Nigel Vera, Reese Enoch, Stephen Gallagher, Scotty Jamieson, Marcus Kinholt, Soren Kjelsen, Roman Langask, Eduardo Molinari, Andrea Pavan, Mathieu Pavon, Justin Walters, and Oliver Wilson, and uh, Thomas Bjorn is on the board of directors of the DP World Tour. Some okay, big names in there. Yeah, big names. Matthew Pavon, he, he's still he's still there on the committee, even though he's um, loving it out in the in the US. That's interesting. He is. Yeah, he's loving yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, you could say the same thing for for Reese Enoch. I think he's on a challenge tour, but I think um, you know Matthew. Obviously, he's a he's a member of the of the tour, and as such, he's yeah, sure. to be able to to part on the tournament committee. No, absolutely. I'll tell you what, Ben. I absolutely love that response. That that was that's probably one of the most sensible responses I've heard from anybody in such a long time to that question that was put to you. So I I applaud you for that. Well done. Right, bro. We've got some other questions, so we're not keeping burned too late into the night. Yeah. You want to go to your friend, your good friend from Austria? <laughs> yeah, fellow Austrian. I think Burn Burn knows him well. Jurgen from Grip Caddy and. Really successful in the PGA show over in the States where he won with his product, the Grip Caddy. So congratulations to Jürgen. Jürgen wants to ask. Now, he wants to ask. You don't have to answer this You don't if you don't want to. But why did you and your caddy, Jamie, split? Was it mutual? Because um, you got new caddy. Is it still Tom Ridley is in with yeah. you now? Yeah. So first of all, I, I'm going to gonna send a... Uh, uh, Austrian hello to uh, to Jürgen and yeah we've been in contact a little bit he gave me the first couple of prototypes of, of Grip Caddy and I was able to uh, demolish them with all their uh, mistakes in its infancy and um, <laughs> uh, I think he's uh, he's done well to to come out with a cool product that is uh, you know easy to use and uh, uh, we all we all uh, for me personally I'm I'm lucky to have uh, a caddy as I'm going to answer in a, in a, in a little while, um, who is, who's taking care of, of my grips and my clubs. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, you want to have your, uh, your grip as, as clean and as tacky as possible. It is your connection to the, from your hands to your club. Uh, and he's, he's brought come out with a, with a great idea to be able to, uh, to have that as clean that as, as, as well as, as possible. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very happy for him that he had such a success at the PGA show. And, uh, hopefully a lot of the listeners will, um, um, will go out and, and find the product and hopefully, um, helps, helps the game as well. Um, so, so having said that, I, uh, I, uh, detour again to the, to his question, which, um, which was about Jamie, Jamie Lane, my, my, uh, my old caddy, which I parted ways with. Uh, and I've, I've got to say, it was it was mutual. You know, we've had five uh, very uh, enjoyable and 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 uh, 
partly successful years together and you know as it as it sometimes is in life you uh, you're looking for different um, um, different challenges and 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 new inputs and after um, after Miami actually we, we we decided before Miami but after Miami we, we, we said we're gonna um, go our separate ways in a in a professional uh, Manner, we're still very good friends and 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 talk uh, regularly, uh, and uh, he actually helped me find somebody to to replace him, and I'm very happy with with the first three weeks that I've had with with Tom. Um, you know, he used to work for for uh, he won actually won um, uh, with with Matt Fitzpatrick um, at the uh, at the British Masters uh, many years ago when. I think it was Matt's first first uh, win on the DP World Tour, and mm. recently has been working with Andy Sullivan. So he's got a um, a very good very good resume, and is very very easygoing guy. Um, I was um, um, I was invited to his his wedding in in uh, December 2022 because his his wife uh, Fiona is working for uh, is is helping me with with my management. Uh, day-to-day basis so we we go back a long a long way already and uh, the first three weeks have been really enjoyable uh very easy going um he's been working really hard and, and helped me out on the course a lot so it was an easy transition and having said that i i, I feel like jamie is in a good place as well and he had, had a couple of really good weeks with with matt almost won at the at the dp world two final so um yeah all is good and uh, feel like in a in a good place in that front as well to have a a, a good and successful uh, successful year oh, brilliant no, that's Excellent. brilliant well, as, you, as you say new relationships do get formed and certainly is the case with a lot of golfers and their caddies an important role i'm going to move on to another question we've got another question from god this name's really interesting sliff 1998 on x would you compete on live again should that opportunity ever arise uh, yeah, why not? I mean, I would never, I would never, um, you know, close any any door. Uh, um, and that, if, there's there's always, you know, there's always chances to uh, to to find pathways back. Uh, as I said, there were many many things that were really enjoyable about it, as I referred to earlier. And um, you know, you never know where where the game of golf stands in a couple of years, and. Uh, you know, maybe there's there's a, a possibility for me to to play a couple more events on live, and uh, um, you know, time will tell if 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 that will be feasible. Um, but as of right now, obviously, my my focus is on uh, on what I said, uh, playing as good as I can on the DP World Tour, and I'm trying to climb up back on the on the world rankings. Uh, and um, you know, in regards to what the future holds, as I said. Uh, also with with the potential of of uh, qualifying for the PGA tour I'll I'll deal with it when when um when we get there and until then I can only focus on on the stuff that I um that I know um I can I can somewhat control no absolutely I said a few months ago that I wanted peace love and harmony I wanted all the three <laughs> tours you know and and everybody to be able to play across all three tours and get the best of the world's golfers playing all of these tours so that the fans out there, the people that go and watch these tournaments can get the best of everything. And that's, that's really where I want it to go, but whether that happens or not, this is not miss world, mate. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> peace and harmony for everyone. Right, I've got another question. Um, another difficult name to pronounce here. Gerno Prushak. Um, hope I've got that right if you're listening. He says, what are your thoughts on the level of competition between Live, DP World Tour and PGA Tour, considering obviously the switch of Ram and Hatton to Live? So basically, the level of competition between tours, are they comparable? Um, I mean, it's, it's tough to say. I mean, from the depth of field, surely the PGA Tour is still, still the strongest. Mm. Um, from what I can say from a, from a level of, of, of golf and quality, um, Liv was uh, unbelievably strong. You know, there was yeah. um, there was there was obviously say like you know the older guys and they can't play compete anymore. They're just you know doing this for for a quick cash checkout. I mean, whatever. Uh, but you know, if you look at it and 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 the scores that were being played and uh, the, the the different format, which was kind of really hard to handle, um, and I've. You know, in a way, afterwards, also spoken with uh, um, w- with many people, but amongst my team also, is that uh, that three-day format is is very much a sprint uh, and not hundred percent the the format that that works best for me. I'm kind of a guy that I like to play myself into tournaments and uh, and not not so much like a, you know. Uh, jump out of the gates uh, and and go for every flag uh, from the first hole onwards um, but that's really almost what you have to do on live uh, and you know with the quality of talent that it is there uh, and that format that requires you to you know fire out of all cylinders um, you know the scoring are are, are unbelievably low and unbelievably strong um, and um, um, the, the, the best example for me i felt was uh, um, was Sentosa last year, you know, where we've had a lot of tournaments over the years on the DP World Tour, European Tour back then. Uh, the golf course is fairly hard golf course uh, with a lot of rough and the guys were playing off on 19 on the path for three rounds, which is um, obscenely good golf. And uh, uh, it, it it just showed how, you know, how clean and how, how strong a week you need to have to be able to, to compete um, successfully for for tournament wins on on live and uh, um yeah the 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 quality of golf is is certainly very very high still um with with everyone involved over there um but having said that also the, over the last three weeks that what i've experienced is obviously a lot of young guys that i haven't met yet on on uh, on dp world to have made it through the ranks over the last year and a half um, and uh, that bring tremendous game to the DP World Tour as well. So I feel like, uh, from a from a talent point of view, the um, the DP World Tour is, is in very good good hands. Um, and uh, you know, hopefully, over some changes with the world rankings, they'll be able to to you know go through the ranks. Uh, on a, on a maybe a little bit more fairer basis to be able to showcase that in in the majors in the future uh, soon as well. Amen to that. I like that. Hey, Bern, what's the from your um, play over the last three weeks? You know, and obviously being up close and personal with a lot of young younger golfers that you've probably not played with consistently for a while. What what's the one name out there that the listeners need to be watching out for? Who who would you say? 
is going to be really ticking all those boxes in the next few weeks? Um, I mean, for for some for some reason, I was um, I was paired with kind of uh, let's say I don't want to say the old guys, but I was paired paired with the <laughs> the the Paul, the Paul Waring and the Andy Sullivan over the last couple of years on, uh, of weeks on on the first first couple of tournament days, and then. Um, for example, played with Marcel uh, twice over the su- last two Sundays in Bahrain and in Russell Kaima. Um, oh, yeah, I've played with Aaron Cockerill the first two days in Dubai, and, and he's had a really good uh, uh, couple of weeks over in the Middle East. So I was quite impressed with his game and very steady. And uh, um, uh, even, even though he's, he's been around maybe a little bit longer, uh, I've met him, you know, um, during my, you know, let's say did the time before live already but uh he's really uh transpiring to um you know a, a, a force out there and, and and very consistent force so um um but yeah guys have been you know raving about you know a couple of, of of young danish players obviously apart from from uh from rasmus and nikolai um you know marco penji won the challenge tour last year he's he's uh He's a long hitter and very talented. Uh, yeah. You know, plenty, plenty of, plenty of talent out there. Um, that uh, that's gonna be, uh, you know, challenging to 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 play for for tournaments win for, for tournament wins as I as I am uh, uh, hoping I can do this year. But um, excited to have you know fresh young blood out there um, who are who are eager to to compete. That's what the tour needs right. for sure. Yeah. Hey, there's one one last question. It comes from uh, one of the best brothers you could ever have. It's um, it's me. Um, are mm. you are you excited? <laughs> are you excited, Burn, to get back to the Renaissance Club? Another solid performance there could be massive this year, especially as what comes now with the Scottish Open win, not just qualifying for the Open, but obviously the the link with the PGA Tour and what have you, and the increased prize fund so you play that course well you excited to get back there yeah you've touched on a little bit of um um on a sore subject there for me uh as of right now i don't think i will be able to get into the tournament with my current status oh, um okay. not a hundred percent sure um uh, obviously i'm a past winner of the event so yeah exactly not a hundred percent not a hundred percent there's i don't think there's a past winners category in, in, in Rolex series events, but uh, we're trying to hopefully, obviously explore all options for me to be part of, of that event, because not only is it a tournament where I've, I've done well before, but also a, a Rolex series event, which which, which carries a lot of world ranking points and opportunities. So um, as of right now, uh, Scottish Open, unfortunately, is not uh, 100% guaranteed for me, uh, but um, you know, uh, the plan is to to play really good before that and hopefully win and then have that taken care of it. But uh, um, definitely, um, I, I would love to to come back to to that to that event, to the Scottish Open, and uh, to golf course where where I've done well and uh, where I've seen my my good friend Bobby McIntyre uh, almost got it got it done last year. So uh, that that would be very very. Uh, exciting event for me to be part of this year well as long sure. as they don't 
give out these ridiculous um, sponsors invites that have been given, you know, to the likes of, you know, Michael Block and, and others. And there was a, an American guy who was Ken uh, Wayand, Ken, Ken Wayand. And so, and stopping not just yourself, but, you know, younger talent, you know, Josh Berry's been, he's qualified from the challenge still last year, struggling to get into events because players have been given invites and, I'm not necessarily looking at, you know, Thomas Bjorn's getting a lot of invites, but he is Thomas Bjorn. So sponsors want him there. I get that. But I just hope they stop with all these silly invites because it's really ruining it. Well, you know, in- invites are there for uh, partly the tour or, or the, the, the promoter or sponsor to be able to enhance their the product that they have. And, um, you know, sometimes it, it's a little bit more of uh, of who you know rather than uh, exactly yeah. how good you are unfortunately but uh, you know at the end of the day they're 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 there for for making the the tournament better and um hopefully uh, i i will not be able to i will not be uh, um necess- necessarily needing any invites um going forward oh, <laughs> well, you ho- won't. hopefully not Hopefully not. Well, I'll tell you what, bro, at least you might be the better brother, but at least I don't go upsetting our guests with, uh, you know, questions of like, he's, he's not eligible yet. <laughs> he will be. Yeah, we, don't worry about that. He'll, He'll get be fine. there. You'll get there, Bern. Easy, yeah. easy. I'll talk to the right people. Don't worry, Bert. I've got it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I think, uh, have you got anything? Is there anything you'd like to talk about, Bern? Is there anybody that you'd like to um, slag off? Uh, no, I'm joking. Is there anyone you want to discuss? Is there a subject we haven't brought up that you'd like to discuss? Or is that it and you want to get back to a relaxing evening in Vienna? Uh, no, I mean, just generally, um, you know, maybe if, if people would be interested, you know, how I was, um, let's say, welcome back uh, to the to the tour. Um, for for most part, it was, uh, it was very, um, very re- relaxed. You know, I've... Uh, um, I was I was greeted by 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 all my peers and uh, you know with with maybe the the wink uh, in in the one case or the other case but in generally it was a um, a nice uh, nice atmosphere brought towards me uh, and lots of people you know wanted to have my my genuine um, opinion and view of of what I've uh, what I've done the last couple of of months and years um, on. On, on live and you know how, how my 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 pathway back to the DP world tour was and I've tried to speak to them as openly and honestly as as I as I could have just as I trying to do this here right now uh, and and you know for the most part um, you know when when you maybe hear um, uh, different different viewpoints or different opinions uh, some players were maybe more understanding of of certain things uh, that they maybe haven't heard before or, or didn't didn't view that way before and uh therefore i was very uh, very pleased with um, with the interactions that i've had uh and um uh, I, you know obviously i didn't try to persuade anyone but more or less give give my viewpoint or my opinion where everything stands and and stands on the on, on, on the viewpoint that i have uh and uh, you know um had some very very good conversations uh and the, the most important part thing for me was always that, you know, at the end of the day, um, uh, look the guys in their eyes and, and shook their hand. There was, was no hard feelings with, with anyone. Uh, and there are no hard feelings with anyone. Uh, I hope 
certainly for, for from my side and I'm, I'm looking you know looking forward to um, you know battle it out with with all these uh, these talented golfers over the next couple of months and uh, yeah the first first few weeks been really enjoyable and and I'm looking forward to to what's to come. Well, we're looking we forward you... to um, a photo with you and Jamie Weir, perhaps. Perhaps he'll come over and shake your hand and, and say hello. Um, that would be nice to I, see. I, have, I haven't <laughs> seen him yet. But... Oh, what a surprise that is. <laughs> yeah. I referred more to, I referred more to, to players rather than media. No, no, exactly. No, exactly. Uh, it's so, so nice that you were welcomed back media. like that. You should be welcomed back like that. You know, everyone's adults in this, you know, in, in, in that industry and just get on with it. Golf yeah. is a great game and put everything else to one side. That's what you were saying before, Graham. Love, peace and harmony. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, on that point, Burned, I think we should let you go. And I just want to thank you very much for an open and honest conversation as is usual with you. So, and we look forward to having you back on in the future. Absolutely. Uh, thanks guys. Um, congrats on, uh, I, I, I listened to the, the last podcast on, on picking Draco for, for, uh, uh, for the live win, even though you weren't uh, really <laughs> yes. excited about, about picking <laughs> because they had a, a long break. Um, but yeah. And um, not sure who's leading the stats right now. But um, thanks for also giving me the trust in in, in Bahrain. I uh, I felt like I could have uh, done a little bit better there, but uh, I I'm trying to uh, to get the confidence back to get a couple more picks later this year. No, absolutely. Uh, it's you'll coming. be you'll be on our pick list again for sure. Just let me know when those three putters three footer puts are going in, right? And then you're yeah. on my list again. I <laughs> know. <laughs> What you got? What you got for this week? Or is that a separate? Is that a separate? Uh, ah, um... right. Do you know what? It's it's nice that you're at, and we're, we're gonna we're gonna discuss that later on. But I don't. I'll give you oh. my 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 picks this week for Qatar. I really like Freddie Lacroix. I think his approach game. I think he's in such good form. I love his approach game. Um, Jeff Winter and another Dane is up there, and I don't he's see crazy. it. He, is he? he? he... Oh, he's a madman. I, I love him. He's, <laughs> he's, uh, yeah. I mean, I see Fratelli winning. I met him at the physio this week in Bahrain once um, before one of the practice rounds. Uh, can't stop laughing with the guy. Oh, that's nice to hear. He's gone but, up in my yeah. estimation now. I don't, I don't mind yeah. if he loses now. He sounds like a great guy. But <laughs> yeah, Dylan Fratelli, I reckon he could go back to back. You know, his game last week off the tee. I know that he got a bit of bit of run off the fairways and the wind behind you and stuff like that. But mm. his game was on fire. I mean, he's taken advantage of that FedEx lower list spot coming over yeah. part of the strategic and, alliance. And uh, good for him. And he's he's got my old caddy on on the bag, Shane. Shane Corey's uh, oh, right. okay. for me until 2018, until I got injured. And uh, yeah, I'm very happy for, for him and obviously for Shane to, to come through with a win again. Um, yeah, why not? I mean, it doesn't happen a lot that, that guys go back to back. But yeah, so far I, I'm, I'm liking your, uh, liking your, um, your picks. I've, I've heard uh, Qatar, the golf course, is in really good shape. Um, Apparently the, the the conditions are unreal, and uh, as always, I think Qatar is always going to get a, a little bit of wind uh, and a couple of funky golf holes out there, which which you need to maneuver your way through. But um, all in all, it's um, you know 
and uh, exciting golf course out there. Um, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah Qatar definitely uh, is a course in terms of from a picking perspective. You know, the form is an absolute premium, certainly from what I look at. And and I really fancy Antoine Rosner, you know, the French resistance. Uh, you know, Pavon's going well. I, I really fancy him to perform well this week. A good, strong finish last week. He's won here as well, won here in 2021. So no reason why he can't go and do it. Um, but also, yeah, I, I like Fratelli, bro. I, I'm with you on that one. I think he's a decent price at 80 to 1. But the young Tom McKibben, Northern Irish guy, I think he's going to have a, a great tournament this week. Stripes the ball really, really well. What are we thinking about Phoenix, about the tournament in general? I mean, I'm oh, I think it's all about Scheffler. It's all about Scheffler. No, but about the, the tournament in general, because oh, yeah. very very mixed feelings about within the players about that event. Yeah, we've From got what... Hovland has pulled out, Xander's pulled out. I mean, uh, with with La live Las Vegas this week, you've got more party holes than a Hugh Hefner soiree. I mean, there's <laughs> there's party holes all over the place. But yeah, it's it seems to be. I don't know. This seems to be a bit dumbed down this year. That like you were talking, Graham, about the field being a lot weaker um, yeah. this year. No, absolutely. I, I do. I think, you know, if if you look at, obviously, you know, we lose John Rahm because he's gone to live. Um, I'm pretty sure Hatton would have played. There's no Hovland. There's no Xander Schofley. You know, we've got Scheffler at the top of the market, five to one, followed by Jordan Spieth, you know, um, Burns, Homer. And this tournament, you know, TPC Scottsdale has just, you know, it's been around for years and years and it's had the likes of, you know, Mickelson and Rahm and Always really, really prolific winners there. And yeah, it's just uh, for me this week, I just, I, I love the tournament, but I just think the field really doesn't support the tournaments. I'm not saying there's not a lot of good golfers because there are, you know, Tom Kearney's amazing as well. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think Scheffler wins it. But if, if he doesn't, I think you could see, you know, someone popping up from significantly down in the market and, and surprising everybody. I think I think our 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 Austin uh, boy will have a good week as well. I think Seb's going to have a good week there. Oh, Seb Straka's playing, is he there this week? Yeah, that's the uh, interesting so. call. Yeah, that's the, it's a course he could prevail at. He could overpower TPC Scottsdale for sure. I think he had a, a decent decent uh, show. I think he finished maybe twentieth around last week. So forms there. So yeah, why not just get through the just get through the crazy crowds there and not get distracted with beer being oh thrown god beer yeah, <laughs> yeah beers, exactly beers out tits out there was everything out there last year <laughs> jesus i played i played i played with boo weekly once i don't remember if you if you remember yeah, yeah, oh, I remember yeah boo, good yeah. old boo weekly and we were talking about that event and he you know there's great i mean at the tournaments in the states i'm not sure if you've ever been to to any um at the normal ones like people are betting on all sorts uh which caddy touches the green first or any they bet on anything and even more <laughs> so on the on that 16th hole in 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 um in phoenix i've unfortunately never played the event uh but he said i think he free putted somebody lost money on him and when he went through the tunnel to the next tee somebody threw two cans of beer on him uh, <laughs> and then he was soaking wet on the next on the next tee box so uh uh, I don't think he ever went back to the event after that. But he was he wasn't he wasn't particularly happy about <laughs> about stuff like this. Obviously, aren't you most. crazy Americans yeah. out there? What are you doing? Yeah. Let them it's play probably, golf. It's probably light beer as well. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, it is. oh, yeah. Bud they Light. Don't, yeah. They don't Michelob. drink proper beer. I used to give my kids stronger liquids than that when they were when they were younger. Jesus. That's not proper beer, Budweiser and Bud Light. Get over it, guys. Come on. Yeah, but definitely looking forward to Phoenix this week. It is a good tournament, despite the field. But yeah, Ricky Fowler wins it. Ricky Fowler wins it for me. Yeah, I know you're you're hot on Ricky, aren't you? Yeah, for me, it's all about Scheffler. I I think he's free money. But isn't it nice? We've got a a great oldish tournament in Qatar. It's been around. We've got a lovely, exciting tournament in in Phoenix and live Las Vegas. So what what more could the golf fan uh, fan wish for this week than than that lineup? Exactly. Three three tellies on the go. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's going to be, especially, yeah. you know, Super Bowl weekend as well, Las Vegas and the Phoenix. My word, it's going to go off over there. I, so I have heard that this is probably going to be the most expensive uh, tournament for live ever, in, at least in terms of hotel room pricing. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I heard oh, it's, it's, it's a little bit outrageous this week in Las Vegas. Oh, the likes of Poulter and Stenson and Westwood, they'll be, you know, they'll be pulling back the purse strings this week. You know, that equity share and everything. Yeah, they've got to keep those costs <laughs> down, especially after last week's performance. Wasn't great, was it? Yeah. No, and the weather's crap there this week. Yeah, cold. How cold about the clicks uh, starting off uh, quickly in the first round? I mean, they, they dropped back a little bit, but good signs to, I think they were second after the first round, weren't they? Yeah, Blandy uh, was um, Blandy was going low. Didn't he get an ace? Oh, he an did ace in hit. the final oh. round. Yeah, he certainly yeah. did. Yeah, good old, good old Blandy still performing. I wonder if he, I wonder if he, if he got out a couple of drinks for for the caddies and the lads in the players' lounge. Oh, uh, would he, he, would he have he done didn't. it though, Bernd? You, no, you reckon he no didn't? Chance. <laughs> hey, are you telling me that Richard Bland is a man that could peel an orange in his pocket? Is is he <laughs> nah, is he tight when it comes to buying a drink? No, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure he got. He, I'm sure he got a couple of beers. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe he'll, when he comes on next time, we'll ask him. That's for sure. Well, they but, secured hey, a point. May, yeah, maybe it came out of the team budget though, but probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, he could afford a round of drinks. Jesus, get on with it. No, amazing brilliant. though. I mean, uh, it, it's. Uh, I'm really happy for him. He, what a what a. Not turnaround, but what a couple of years he's had. What a story. Yeah, from from going to, you know, qualifying the Champions Tour to then getting on to live and keeping his place on live is more than he ever bargained for, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Good, good, great for him. No, hey, and, and do you know what? And thanks for calling out yeah, Jürgen um, and his grip caddy and giving a mention to him because I think that's a fantastic achievement for someone to stick with it and believe in a product and, like you said, go through the prototypes and, and get over there and really commit and be right up there on the stage and getting the job done. So thanks for calling out Jürgen. He will love that because he'll be listening tonight. And, uh, yeah, yeah I, appreciate I, that. I have, when I practice, obviously, when I when I'm when I'm out on the road, I have I have Tom who's taking care of all the club stuff. But when I'm I'm at home, I'll have one in my in my buggy and in my practice golf bag um, to you know to uh, to take care of my grips. Uh, and um, yeah, he's he's uh, he sent me a, a few versions of of it, so I'm I'm well stocked, and uh, I can only you know I can only attest to the quality of it, and uh, and hopefully it, it helps. It helps some of, of the amateurs out there as well. 
Yeah. Well, he, I'm using mine. He sent he sent me one over. I'm using mine, and it's worked so far. I have my ball speeds up to 165. I'm stripping it down the middle, and Graham and I are playing St Andrews in April. Graham's just had a meniscus knee operation, um, but hopefully he'll be fit, and I'll give him yeah. a good whooping on the old course. Yeah, so we're, we're, my brother and I were, were trying to get on the old course as well this summer because um, we're still owing our dad from, from COVID a, a 60th birthday present. We had a, we had a golf trip lined up for, for my brother, my, my dad and I. We, we had tea times at Turnberry, Loch Lomond and the old course for a, for a three-day trip. And unfortunately, we had to cancel it through, through COVID and oh. we weren't able to, to make it yet. So we're trying to get uh, that done in 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 uh, in July or August um, this year. So, but but the old course is is the only one that is definite. But you know, maybe your your viewers um, or your listeners can uh, can send out some recommendations uh, with with courses on the on the east coast around uh, St Andrews. Maybe some hidden gems um, and. Um, I'm looking maybe at, at uh, Dumbarney, uh, which is pretty new, but uh, we're looking for uh, at least one or two other golf courses um, nearby that, that uh, would be fun to play for, let's say, a, a boys' trip. Well, well I'll tell you what, Bern, we can yeah, sort that out for you because I've got a couple of people up in and around that area that I know, and they will definitely come up with some suggestions. However, what I will say is if you're not playing in early April and you want to come and caddy for me, that's absolutely <laughs> fine. Yeah. 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 I'll accept that, Bern. You know, he'll need you to play Andrews, every other shot. It's in April. It's an Andrews in April. It could be anything up there in April. It could be anything, exactly. Bro's been out and bought loads of waterproofs already. I'm just going in my shorts. I'm I'm hard, so I'm going to take it as yeah. it comes. But yeah, no, absolutely. If you want a caddy, you can stay in our hotel room. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, thanks, I, I think, I think that's... the offer. It is considered. <laughs> yeah, of course yeah. it is. And that's where we leave it. <laughs> hey, mate, Burn, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thanks very much, mate. Really appreciate it. Um, it's always a pleasure to talk to you and to take some of your time and hear some of the wisdom and honest opinions. And listen, when you're over in this country, obviously we'll be coming to support you and um, whether it's at the masters or, or wherever you're going to be playing, we'll come in there and fly the Austrian flag and I'll, I'll bring a case of wine with me as well. And when you Love win it. in afterwards, we'll get on it and um, get drunk on Austrian vino. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Thank you. So, so from, from my plan for the, for the UK would be, uh, would be Scottish, hopefully, and then um, and then the, um, and then Wentworth, uh, maybe the Dunhill. I don't think I'll be at the at the British Masters this year, but uh, we'll see. So uh, hopefully, I'll see you guys. Um, Definitely Wentworth. Yeah. Well, yeah. once you've won the Scot, once you've got into the Scottish Open, and then you win the Scottish Open, then you'll be playing Troon the week after. So it's all right. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Troon. That was that was a hard. It's a hard course. That was. Uh, well, that don't go and play fun. that up there with your dad and your brother, then. <laughs> no, but Tur- Turnberry, we like. I was really looking forward to Turnberry. I've never played there. I've not had a, an open at Turnberry, unfortunately. I've played, you know, most of the courses in the r- roller, but Turnberry, I've never, I've never. Obviously, I've taken it off now, uh, but um, never played Turnberry. So that that is, uh, yeah, that would be a little bit on the on the on the list for me that course. Oh, the bucket list. Well, we hope you have a great time. It'd be great to get that 60th 
party done for your dad for sure. Yeah. And yeah. So thanks again, mate. And um, please guys, come, uh, please come back on. It'll be yeah, great. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Everybody, Bud Weisberger. Talk soon. Thanks, guys. For part two of this week's podcast and the preview and picks for the Waste Management Phoenix Open and the Qatar Masters in Doha plus Live Las Vegas, head over to part two now. now this, this really is beyond the joke now. He's, he's, he's got Gaga because this is, uh, this is quite... I've never seen anything like it before and to attempt to hit the ball out of there is pure madness.